Welcome to Functional Design Enclosure. I am Nate Jones. And I'm Christoph Newman. Each week, we discuss the software design problem and how we might solve it using functional principles and the Closure programming language. So, Christoph, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, this week, I thought we would segue into a new topic. The Over the last few weeks, six, seven weeks, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, number of weeks, in weeks. We, we were uh, all focused on Twitter, you know, all the fun, entertaining things about posting to Twitter and, and all that. So you can go listen to that series if you haven't already. Um, and, you know, I'm always surprised by how much you can notice once you really start looking. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this simple little problem of Twitter got a lot more interesting, you know. And so this week, yeah. I thought it'd be fun to segue into another simple little problem I think uh, it could get a lot more interesting. Yeah, that, yeah, that sounds fun. I think, yeah, it's always it's always fascinating that there's there's problems underneath problems. You know, there's there's problems all the way down. Um, it's one of the things that right. gives people like you and me job security. Is there's there's always sure. going to be more problems for the world to solve. Yeah, and and the easy the easy. The programming problems that sound easiest on the surface, you know, those are the rocks you turn over and you go, oh, wow. <laughs> Which makes the programmer life difficult because they usually have to describe that to project managers and bosses. Yes. <laughs> and so this, uh, so this week I thought we would dive into a new problem space. So really it's, it's something you, I know you and I have come up in our, our DevOps experience, or at least the DevOps hat that we, we've worn a number of times, you know? Uh, yeah. So imagine, imagine if you will, the world of Donutgram. Uh-oh. Donutgram, right? What's Donutgram? Yeah, Donutgram. You, yeah. you take your best donut experiences and you share them with the world. Because what could be more interesting than your donut experiences? <laughs> Right. Well, as a as a as a lifelong fan of of donuts and and in all of their forms, um, or most of their forms, uh, I, I think I would be very much interested in in the donut gram uh, uh, idea. Um, I, I don't know how many different types of donuts there are, but I'm pretty sure that uh, that we can find more if we if we share them with each other. Yes. What what the world was waiting for was your donut experience, <laughs> and now finally they can follow every single donut you eat. But I I don't really <laughs> want to focus on making donut gram. I want to focus on living donut gram. <laughs> oh, the dark underbelly of 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 application development. Application development is supporting applications. Yeah, so let's take that shiny rock of Donutgram and let's flip it over and let's look at all the worms and caterpillars and uh, uh, bugs and creatures that, that live underneath it. <laughs> oh man, nothing nothing turns you turns uh, stops the appetite like talking about bugs. <laughs> yes, and so so what you and I've run into a lot in, in DevOps is is they're they're back to kind of what we were talking about before there's there's data you do logic on and then there's the forensic data right and so it seems like a lot of devops is dealing with the forensic data yeah <laughs> like scouring for evidence after the fact after something has gone wrong you know 
and right. you know, they've got reams. Like we were saying back in our our Twitter episode, you know, you want to capture as much forensic data as possible so that you you can paint the most complete story after the fact, right? Because because the thing has already happened and it's over, right? And so there's this problem of like scouring through all that data to to paint a story, right? That that is a development problem too. Yeah, so it's it's funny that you know we we talk about all the different data, like you said, you know the the request data, the response data, you know what we were trying to do at the time, and all that. Uh, well, all that data, um, I think you 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 and I we 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 tend to write that into like a, a log, like a table in the database or someplace where structured data can go and and then be reconstituted, but but that is often not the case for, for many applications. And, and Donutgram fails in that way too, in that there is no structured data anywhere. It's only the log file. Yes, the log file is sort of your first line of uh, investigation in your forensic <laughs> data experience. Yeah, if, and if all of your components in your application, say you have two dozen components and they're all yelling well, they all yell into the same pipe, and now you ha- now now it's up to you to try to decipher who was speaking at what time. <laughs> yes, yes. My my favorite, of course, is applications where like they start with log info, and then they slowly over time they move to log debug being the norm. Oh right. right? <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're you're at like a gig a day. <laughs> yeah. And then log, log statements and for then, every if. Else. Right, and then you need something to uh, appear above the noise, so then log trace <laughs> starts to appear. <laughs> and and so, yes, so Donut Grab, it starts off as this happy experience. You know, you're this founder in the startup, and, and everything is rosy. And then the next thing you know, users start having issues, and, and they start getting the failed donut screen. <laughs> oh, the donut, the, the asparagus-flavored donut that is the failed donut. Nice. No offense and to asparagus start... lovers out there, but it's an abomination. <laughs> and then they start poke- posting pictures of the failed donut as their donut to Donut Graham in a very internet meta way. And then making memes about donuts and failed donuts and, oh, man... The and so then the so developers, cruel. right? The developers, they're on the hook for fixing this. And so in, in this uh, story, we, we, the heroes of the story, will be taking the role as the DevOps people. <laughs> and we'll be working uh, the, closely together with those developers. <laughs> d- so if we're the heroes, are, are, the, are the developers the villains? Or, or, <laughs> or are, the, are the users the villains? What's... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess if we're talking about forensic data and we're investigating it, um, if you want to think of that as a crime. <laughs> I prefer to think of it as in more of the, the medieval sense or the, you know, where we're the heroes and 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 there, there aren't any villains. There's more, there's dragons, you know. Right. Mytholo- you know right. Mythological, you know. Yeah. And so there's all this data. It's getting It's getting logged out. And we want to chew through it. We we want to figure out what's going wrong. Um, and of course, the developers, you know, for every every bug, it seems like every bug fix leads to more log lines <laughs> for the for the future, right? Right. Yeah, you can't can't help but just keep adding to the mess. 
The, the, and so, uh, so what better what better thing to do than to view this as a programming problem for closure? We got these huge logs. We got all this log. We got all this data. It's all mixed together, and and we need to take our universal sifter and and run the data through it. Oh man, using closure to do data analysis. Uh, I guess that's not too far fetched. Why wouldn't we just I use think, some DevOps tool like, you know, Splunk or, you know, Elasticsearch or something like that? Uh, because we're closure programmers. Because <laughs> this is not the DevOps podcast. That's why. <laughs> yeah, go listen to a different podcast. So uh, I thought it would be we fun want, to, to yes. dig into this very real problem that you and I have. And, and we, uh, there's a lot of interesting variations that I've run into. You know, the, the first one that comes to mind that I've run into is when you forget to turn on log rotation and you have the six or eight or 15 gigabyte log file and you want to open it up and start running through it so you can find stuff. Yeah. I think, I think one of the things that is useful about using closure over something like, I mean, you could just use grep or use other command line tools, but with closure, we have the ability to make, you know, structured data from unstructured data and then reason about that in, in very high level ways. And so pulling, pulling data into closure, um, it gives us so much a richer toolkit. Um, but yeah, then right. what happens when, when, when the data that you want to pull in is larger than the, <laughs> than the physical memory you have on your, on your, you know, your, your dev machine, uh, or right. Yeah. You have you a want huge file your... and you got to chew through it. What, like, what do you do there? Or I like what you said, like the log file is, is sort of a mess of stuff, whatever those crazy developers decide to log out. And so you have to make sense of it. And so if, if we refer back to the time log processing episodes, there's this idea of building up your abstractions, you know? And so right. we're starting, we're starting with a kind of a messy level of detail and we're going to make a, a more refined level of detail and and kind of work through that to know things. Yeah, because a, a a big a big part of this is 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 not just being able to detect what happened, but to tell a story with it. You know, you you and telling stories requires a, a it's a it's a very nonlinear process. So you have to kind of we're going to have to be able to to pull together bits of information from from different parts of the log file to tell a story, or to even be able right. to understand what's going on. So right. The, how do you how do you see the parts of the storyline in the log? What and and of course log. What if you have multiple competing storylines all going on at once? Right. And so so imagine you're taking all of the uh, sonnets of Shakespeare and then you just like uh, interpose all the lines together. Right. You right, sort of randomly arguably, have three lines from that sonnet, followed by one line from that, followed by five lines from that other one, back to the first one, over it, to the fourth one. <laughs> it, 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 it might actually be better than the originals, but... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Said by somebody who probably took uh, too, too much honors in AP English. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, well, actually, I didn't take any. I never took any. Uh, which makes me a perfect critic of, of Shakespeare, I think. Uh, but let's get back to closure code. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Something I'm a little and, more... Right, so at. separating out those stories from the jumble. Um, and then what about what about alerts, right? We want to we follow this log and maybe we want to generate some alerts off of it. Yeah, how do, you, how do you actually communicate? So, you know, 
detecting the bits of the story and then being able to assemble the story. And then, well, now if you have a really good story to tell, how do you tell anyone about it? (laughs) Right. And and do you you tell them at the right times? I mean, you know, developers really only work from like 11 in the morning till like nine at night, right? Well, (laughs) some, some, getting back to our time log episode, we were, there was a couple of times where we crossed over midnight, but let's just go for the, the common use case here. Yeah, so if it's a DevOps alert, we're at a 24-hour, 24-7 schedule, right? But if a developer wants an alert, it better not come in before 11 (laughs) a.m. We don't want to have mad developers. That would be bad. Yeah, but 9 p.m., that's fine, too. (laughs) And so, yeah, how how do you chew through some of this stuff? How do you follow the log file, see what's going on, right? Because that story unfolds. You know, I like to think of some of these things as dominoes. So so we can detect we have an issue after the third domino falls, but mm. but the first and the second domino have to also fall, but they fall earlier in time. So it's like if you're looking at the first domino, you have no idea how long it's going to be until the third domino, right? But but if you're looking at the third domino, do, do you know if the first and the second one have fallen yet? <laughs> Yeah, totally. who knows, right? Yeah, and I, in my experience, a lot of times in in DevOps, a lot of it is not so much like once you find out that it's one, two, three, then then you can definitely look for that pattern. But a lot of times, it's like, well, a domino fell, and I know there could be a number of dominoes that fell before it, and so I kind of have to collect all the dominoes falling before it before I can even determine <laughs> what which dominoes are common precedence to the domino falling that is interesting you know what i mean like yeah. it's, it's like a it's a it's a, a tree exploration that rather than a linear thing um right and by the by the time you get your last bit of evidence you know it, it might be too late <laughs> what happened to the first bits of evidence that you need they're gone <laughs> right or are they <laughs> so so yeah all kinds of interesting problems that come up in this in this chewing through the log and, and seeing what's going on so that you can make uh, Donutgram the best site on the internet for sharing your donut experiences, your, your heavily <laughs> curated donut experiences. Your, your heavily glazed experiences. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> donut experiences with a sheen of sugar. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, cool. I think so, good... so that's what we're going to dive into over the next couple of weeks. This week, I uh, just thought we'd riff on the problem for a little while. Yeah, if, if, if anybody out there has any interesting problem, interesting ideas about what, you know, what we might be able to talk about, we have ideas, definitely. But, um, but if you ever have come across uh, um, uh, things that you would have struggled with with analyzing this kind of data, um, let us know. Um, yes, have you have you had experience with log analysis and chewing through that? I would we would love to hear from you. We'd love send us send us your experiences at you can email us at feedback at closuredesign.club or you can hit us up at Twitter at closure design and and we would love to hear your stories. Also, if you love what you're hearing on this podcast and you would love to work with us more closely, send us an email about that too. Uh, you can find past show notes and episodes, uh, including our most recent series on uh, Twitter and posting to Twitter, on the web at closuredesign.club. 
Uh, and if you'd like, you can also send us uh, emails of donut pictures too. We, we like donuts a lot. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, Please. good donuts. Good donuts. <laughs> donuts that have been handcrafted by uh, sustainably grown wheat <laughs> and only natural rainfall. <laughs> and uh, no high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. yes. Maybe low fructose, so. <laughs> yeah, medium fructose. <laughs> All right. All right, that's enough for this week. We will unpack more next week. Until then, we'll leave you with this. Data is the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Mm-hmm.